podcast. I'm your host, founder and executive producer at the Film Fund, Thomas Verity. I'm also an award-winning filmmaker, producer, and film festival judge. I started the Film Fund to give filmmakers an easier alternative way to get their films funded. Instead of working on a screenplay, crowdfunding campaign, or grant application, you write one sentence pitching your film for a chance to receive up to $10,000 and other prizes to make it. Our summer 2022 narrative and documentary short film funding contests just closed, but wait, we just decided to extend the deadline. If you check your email, uh, we literally just sent an email out at like 9.30 Eastern time saying we decided to extend the deadline by one week. So um, if you submitted a pitch and you want to submit another one, you have another week to do so. Or if you just missed that deadline and you wanted to submit one, you didn't, you now have another chance. So check us out at thefilmfund.co to enter your one sentence pitch for a chance to receive up to $10,000 to make your film. If you are listening at a later date, I want to remind you that contests do happen regularly, so check the website at thefilmfund.co for the most up-to-date information. Today we have Isabella Amar on the show. She is a filmmaker um, who won our Adobe Premiere, not just Premiere, it was Adobe Creative Cloud three-month um, prize to Adobe Creative Cloud a subscription. Uh, we don't do that prize anymore, but we used to, uh, so <laughs> we finally have her on the show um, to talk about her project thank you so much for coming isabella um could you give us thank you for a little me. bit yeah absolutely could you give us a little bit more info about you um yes so um i actually work as a, a case manager for personal injury uh clinic monday through friday and then on the weekends cool. i am a screenwriter and filmmaker awesome i love that yeah we always um i love talking to filmmakers about their you know, their day jobs and then, you know, their creative outlet. Um, how long have you been uh, working in film? Um, so it actually started in 2020 during COVID. Oh, cool. So not very long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's super impressive then um, that you, you know, produced The Bridge, your short film that we released um, last November. I'm looking at the date. So it's been a while since we released it. So I'm super glad we were finally able to get you on the show. Um, what made you... Yes, have an interest in filmmaking over COVID? Um, so basically, my filmmaking journey is a little bit different, I guess, than most people. I don't have any um, training. Uh, everything that I've learned was online. Okay. Um, I never really wanted to be a filmmaker. I wanted to do screenwriting. That was my thing, you know. Mm. Um, but then one day when I was on uh, Facebook trying to garner some funding, um, Someone was like, well, what have you made? What can you show us for us to donate money? Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, these people are really mean. <laughs> but at the same time, I, you know, I thought about it. I was like, you know, they're right. What have I made? What do I have to show? So that sort of thrust me into filmmaking, you know? I was like, yeah, I need something to show so people can have faith in what, you know, they're supporting. Absolutely. So that's basically how it started. And so is The Bridge um, a project that you made as something to show people like hey here's what i made now let's try to get funding for a, a bigger project yes yeah, so i actually wrote a bigger project a feature film oh, cool. uh, prior to the bridge um and during that time when we were having auditions uh, i met two actors that uh, i really really liked and i felt like they would have great chemistry together mm. so i was like let me scale it back because this project the feature is going to it's going to require too much funding yeah. than what I can, than what I have now. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I got together with them. I reached out. I was like, hey, guys, do you think you would be interested in working on a short film with me? 
and one of the actresses was transgender and you know i i spoke with the other actor and i was like would you be comfortable working together and i want to create like a love story mm-hmm. and they're like sure so it started off that with that and then um i wrote a poem um and turned it into the the bridge the short awesome. film so you sort of like the transgender formed actor that. before writing the script for the bridge so that kind of the yes. actor kind of inspired yeah. the story she did yeah i was very um she, i call her my muse <laughs> um i was just so taken back by her confidence and her talent when she you know auditioned mm-hmm. for us for the other project that we were doing mm-hmm. so is she the feature project so, yeah. or a different project yeah it's a feature uh project it's called a uh, blue sky but in spanish it's cielo azul okay um yeah I, this is super random but i had a dream last night where i was fluent in spanish i took it in high school um <laughs> i don't remember much of it but i was i remember speaking in the dream like fluently um so i guess in my unconscious i still remember how to speak spanish but yeah that sounds super cielo azul is that what you said? <laughs> yes yellow so blue oh, sky. Super mm-hmm. pretty name um what is that uh, what is that film about <laughs> Um, so basically, it's a it's a love story as well. For some reason, I'm obsessed with like bottling that filling up, you know, that love, fresh love mm-hmm. when you first find, you know, the, a person, um, that interaction. I'm like obsessed with that right now. So everything that I write is basically trying to bottle that up into a mm-hmm. film. Um, so it's basically uh, an attorney from New York comes to represent a client in Houston. And they fall in love and go from there. So, um, yeah, it's it's a really, it's a work in progress. Mm-hmm. I've been working on it since 2019. Oh, wow. um, yeah, feature yeah time. I've rewritten it at least 11 mm-hmm. times. I yeah. have two feature scripts I wrote, so, and they both, I, I reread both of them um, over the pandemic. I was like, wow, these need some work. So I need, I need to rewrite mine <laughs> as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, writing is rewriting. That's what they say. Um, it is yes definitely they, uh, so what are some themes that you generally write about um i mean you said lo- the love story is that kind of the wheelhouse you tend to stay in um yes even if it's comedy it's always mm-hmm. love you know is the main theme um basically i like to connect people that you wouldn't normally expect to get mm-hmm. together you know those chance encounters yeah, for sure. Two two opposites that somehow find the commonality mm-hmm. and they join together. That's like my favorite type of love yeah, story. Yeah, and that's great too because we talk a lot about um, conflict you know, on the Film Fun podcast and then in our, our resources page and what do we call the blog now? The, uh, I have not had enough coffee yet. Um, the Film <laughs> Oh my God. The film fun learn that's what it is yeah i also i, I just learned out i just found out i have sleep apnea so that's not helping either um but anyway the film fun learn yeah oh we, no we, our resources page the film fun learn we have a lot of how to and um you know knowledge articles on there and we write about conflict a lot in storytelling when you have two characters who are kind of opposites you that you know really lends an opportunity for there to be conflict there you know different backgrounds different life experiences there's going to be some kind of conflict so that's i think that's a great um theme to kind of stick with uh, because it naturally creates um, conflict, you know, and, and there are differences in opinions and things like that. And you can, you can do a lot with that. Um, 
tell us a little bit about the bridge. Um, I know you said you kind of the idea came from this actor that you met, um, but how did you really form it into what it is? So basically, I took um, experiences from high school, you know, your first love and how you think that they're the only person in the whole world that you want and that you need to be with. And um, I basically showed how that doesn't always happen the way that you envision it. Um, I think that the constant pushing and pulling between the two of them um, I mean, it's very real. A lot of uh, teenagers deal with that. And sometimes they can't handle, you know, not being with that mm. person. Um, and I just wanted it to be a tragic love story between two young people. Um, on one side, there's, you know, this girl that's willing to do anything to be with this guy. And then on the other, this guy really loves her, but he's being pulled by his family and their expectations. Mm. So. Um, that's basically what I wanted to portray in mm -hmm. the film, um, with these two actors and these characters, rather, uh, Lewis and, and Maria. And I'm, uh, I'm pulling up your winning pitch now, actually, so we can read it on the show, just as an example. <laughs> um, but in the meantime... <laughs> you know, I don't even remember what it was. Meantime, can you, um, <laughs> tell us a little bit about, like, the plot without giving too much away? Um, like, does the the transgender aspect, how does that fit into it? Uh, so basically the transgender aspect is the, the conflict for them because, you know, although he does really love this girl and she really loves him, that's the one thing that's holding them back because he comes from very conservative parents and, you know, they have this pressure on him to give them mm -hmm. grandchildren, you know, one day. So that's really the what's keeping him back. So he basically is forced to marry someone that he doesn't really mm -hmm. love. He has feelings for her. You know, he cares about this other girl, Camilla, but he doesn't really love her. He really loves gotcha. Maria. And it looks, I'm actually looking at um, our entries here. It looks like you submitted this or not the same pitch, but the a pitch for this project twice. You submitted it once, then you revised it a little bit, um, and then submitted it again. That's awesome. And I then did. the the, re <laughs> the revision actually ended up winning. So, um, you know, that just goes to show you that I think understanding your film and really working on that log line, that pitch, it can really pay off. Um, you know, if something's not quite working or you get feedback on it, then use that feedback to. Um, you know, change it a little bit, improve it, see what's working, what's not working. Um, and we actually, we offer, I don't know if we offered it at the time when you entered, but now we offer a feedback service. So you can enter, get feedback from our team on your pitch and then use that feedback to revise your pitch to enter again. Um, so that we found that, filmmakers have found that to be super helpful. Um, and now I have it pulled up, the one that did win. So I'm going to read it. A soldier struggles to end okay. the secret relationship with his transgender neighbor after returning home to marry his new fiance, we wrapped and need funds to complete post-production editing slash scoring. Now, I was just talking about conflict, and I like to talk a lot about conflict words um, because it is it is tough to get across conflict in just one sentence. Um, and one word that jumps out at me right here is secret. You know, that just is a very loaded word. Um, you know, it carries a lot of conflict with it. You have a secret. Okay, well, 
it also raises questions. What is the secret? And then the conflict part of it, who are you keeping the secret from? Um, and then you have the conflict of returning home to marry his new fiance. So you have um, that thrown in there, you know, how, how does this fit in with the new fiance? And then another powerful word there is struggles, a soldier struggles. So that's the third word in the pitch. And that's that's a great way to start too, because it's, it's an action word and it's also a conflict word. You know, the soldier is struggling to end something. Um, you know, he's fighting with that. So there's just a ton there that really creates a sense of conflict right in the first few words of the pitch. So I think Isabella did a great job there. Um, the So where did you, uh, besides the actor uh, being transgender, where did you draw inspiration for this film? Um, from personal mm -hmm. experiences in high school, um, things that I've read online, um, just so many different aspects of life um, mm. that you encounter. Did you have a military background um, or know someone who was overseas? Um, yeah, so I, I've had, I've had friends that were in the military and they used to tell me stories about how they would meet these girls and, um, you know, they would fall mm -hmm. in love really quickly and then move on to the next because, it, you know, they're right. constantly moving around. Um, so that I drew from that as well. Um, it was really important to me for them to be neighbors. I think that mm -hmm. created more conflict um, with the characters because they live right. across the street from each other. Um, so, yeah, uh, military, transgender. You, There's a, a movie. Um, it's a really old movie. It's a true story um, about a, a guy that a military soldier that fell in love with a transgender woman um and he was murdered in his in his wow. barracks I, I guess that's what they call him um while he was asleep yeah because they found out um so that's also something that i drew from as well um in the sense of you know they had such a beautiful love story um and it was cut you know, tragically cut to an end because you know of people's um just their mm -hmm. lack of understanding. Um, so I also drew from that as well um, with mm -hmm. the soldier aspect. Do you know the name of that movie? It sounds like a pretty interesting story as well. Um, it is so old, yeah. It, uh, I think it's called Soldier's okay. Girl, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but it's a true story. It's, mm -hmm. it's really tragic. Um, Cool. I believe that is the name of it. Yeah, Soldier's Girl. It's, it was from 2003. Okay. I would definitely check that out. Um, and that's awesome. You know, drawing inspiration from other works, drawing inspiration from your life, from friends' lives. There's really a ton. Like when people say, I don't know what to write about. Like you literally can just look at your own life and look at other yes, movies. And not, right not to say you. like, you know, go rip off <laughs> some movie, but, um, you know, just you can be inspired by them and write similar things or you know similar stories or it can awaken something in you um that you are passionate about or that that resonates with you um so i want to go back to when you you started um on your filmmaking journey you know you said you started uh screenwriting or wanting to be a screenwriter was that and you said it was over covid was that just because you were 
cooped up over COVID? Like, how did the how did the the itch to write come about? Uh, no, so actually, I started. I wrote a, a TV series in 2015. Okay. Um, and I started trying to pitch it. Um, and um, I'm I'm all about making like having everything 100% before I try to send it out to anyone. Mm. So I hired um, someone to look over and and make sure I you know did everything correctly. My formatting was good before I try to send it out. Um, so I'm the the person that I hired. He was actually uh, also a talent manager in LA. Um, his name was Ernest Harris, and he really loved it. He's like, I'm not gonna charge you for the work. Oh, wow. He's like, but I'm I wonder if you know if you'd be interested in me trying to help you pitch it. And I was like, of course, I would love you know to try to get it out there, especially if you're in LA and you have connections. Um, so we started working together. We would have meetings. Um, over the phone and and he would give me notes and we would go back and forth and he even created my pitch deck and everything um and then uh in 2019 right before you know the whole COVID thing i went to new york and for a vacation and i didn't hear anything back from him i kept calling him i'm like what is going on finally i looked online and i saw that he had passed away oh my god and I was like, yes, it was oh horrible. God, like, so I was tragic. so sad. Yeah, extremely tragic. And um, I reached out to his wife. And so basically, that sad moment led to another sad moment, which was, you know, our project wasn't going to move mm-hmm. forward. So he hadn't even had a chance to pitch it to anyone. It wasn't mm-hmm. ready. Um, so I decided, let me let me write something else because I, I got inspiration in New York. You know, obviously New York is such an amazing place. Um, different city, the heart, your heart beats with that city when you go there and it just changes mm-hmm. your perspective and you're based on in everything. Texas? Um, yes, I'm cool. in Houston. Well, I'm outside of Houston in a suburb called okay. Katy. Um, yeah, but I'm in, yeah, I'm in Houston. It's completely yeah, different out here than it once. is there. I was in, uh, Flatland. Fort Worth. Um, <laughs> Over the summer, actually, so it was pretty hot. But yeah, definitely a different world. Than it's New extremely York. <laughs> hot. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. So um, yeah, so that I started writing CLA. So as soon as I got back from New York, I was just so inspired, and and I started writing the story about two people that happened to get together, and and um, basically I. I started writing in 2014. I wrote a children's book. Um, I've always wanted to write, but I was always held back by fear. You know, you, you feel like, oh, if I don't go to college and get a degree in literature, I, I can't call myself mm-hmm. a writer. And so it held me back, you know, those those walls that you mm-hmm. build around yourself because, you, you know, there's these rules that you can't do certain things. Um, I always felt like I was missing out on something. And then um, my husband, you know, he turned me on to Les Brown, who is a um, motivational okay. speaker. And he talked about, you know, the graveyard is the richest place in the world because all these dreams that people never fulfilled die mm. with them. And I was like, wow, that is, um, it's deep yeah. and scary at the same time. Like, I don't want to be one mm. of those people. So I wrote a bucket list of things that I wanted to accomplish before I mm-hmm. leave this earth. 
Um, and writing a children's book was one. Um, uh, writing a, a TV series, producing a film, you know, writing a song. So I'm going down my list. Um, yeah, but as I said, I never wanted to be a filmmaker. But once you do it, like once you're forced to do it, you realize it's it's like an amazing mm-hmm. feeling. It's such a great experience and it's kind of like a drug, actually. Because once I produced The Bridge, it's like, what's next? Like, I want to mm-hmm. do something else. Like, I want to do more. And it's like, that's all you want to yeah. do after you work on a film. It's just a totally yeah, different I mean, environment. I, when I'm on set, even if it's something corporate, it's just there's such an energy there when you're creating something. Um, I thrive on that. Like, I, most of my job, at least right, right. now, um, if, if we have a local production for FF Grand, I'll go on set. But generally, I do all my producing relo- remotely. Um, and it's just me on the laptop. But if I do get to be on set, either for a passion project or a corporate project for FF Grand, it's just so energizing. It's like, wow, like this is what I want to do. Like, I need – you just have a whole team of people. Even if it's a small set and it's just a few people, um, just everyone's there to create something. Everyone is like-minded. It's just such a great environment to be in. So I would encourage um, anyone out there, if you haven't – if you're just starting out, and you haven't been on set, definitely go, you know, join Facebook groups. You know, if you're in a city, there are going to be meetups and film groups. Like, just try to get on set. Even, I hate saying, like, work for free, but even if it's just, like, a student project and, you know, they're going to need help, you know, be a PA, a production assistant, because just being on set, you're going to learn so much, too, um, and ask questions. So, yeah, set, like, I love filmmaking. I definitely agree. You know, that's why we're all here. Um, agree that it can be a drug and addictive for sure. <laughs> exactly. Um, so do you have plans to um, eventually try to be a full-time filmmaker? Um, yeah, that's the goal. Um, so mm. right now the bridge has actually, because we got s- so much great feedback from everyone, especially in the neighborhood mm. that, you know, once we um, got backed by the film fund, we were able to get our all the funds that we needed. Um mm. Your stamp of approval helped us. Oh, that's um, awesome. So yeah. glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah, so it actually helped us finish everything. We, we uh, were able to pay for um, composing and, and everything. So it turned out really great. I mean, everyone mm. was like, well, what happens to Maria and, and Lewis now? Like, everyone kept asking. So we're like, you know what? Let's, let's turn it into a, a small little web series. So that's what oh, we're working cool. on now. Um, okay. Yeah, so... We've been trying to film one. Our main actor, Lewis, he actually moved to Colombia. So, oh, wow. yeah. So we're trying to plan around him and mm-hmm. um, not to give too much away. But Maria has a new love interest because she goes off to college. And okay. um, yeah, so it's it's been it's been really fun working on that. Now, will you recast um, Lewis or will you work around his? Oh, no, we'll work around. Is, is he... I can't recast him. <laughs> so or will you? Does he come back from Colombia to shoot? Yes, or were you yes. He'll, oh, he'll come okay. back, yeah. So he already has all the scripts, and um, we've been in contact with each other. Um, oh, but he great. will definitely fly out whenever we're ready to get him ske- you know, scheduled to film. Oh, wow, that's film. awesome. And it sounds yeah. like you already have an audience for it, too. Cause, like, we do. These, these yeah. people who are asking what happened. That's so important. Um, yeah. That's like the hard work that you already have done. So congrats on that. Thank you. Yeah, I try to, you know, whenever I write something, I try to make sure it's always a, a love letter to my city, to the neighborhood where I grew up in and my community. Um, it's very mm-hmm. important that 
I choose actors and I create content that they could look at and see themselves and feel proud. Oh, this is, you know, someone from my neighborhood made this and, mm -hmm. you know, you and, grow up in and the actors. Yeah, I did. I grew up in Houston in the Easton okay. district, which is very predominantly a Hispanic community. Okay. Um, so yeah, it was, it was great to create something like that uh, for my community. And we worked in the community, you know, um, the the people that we found to let us film at their residences um, is the community where I grew up. Oh, so, that's great. And the bridge that we filmed on was in, in my community. It wasn't there oh, when yeah. I was growing up. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have local. that bridge. You had to swim across the, the bayou <laughs> to get to the other side. But um, yeah, now we have that bridge and it's so beautiful and mm -hmm. I'm really happy that we were able to create something on there, on that bridge, um, mm -hmm. focus around it. Now, I know we had the, the online release and it's on YouTube. Did you take it to festivals or are you planning on doing anything like that with it? <laughs> I did. Um, I did not have really good luck with festivals, but that's okay. We're yeah. going to do better next time. I understand yeah. it was my first, uh, and I have to give myself credit for that. It's my first one. At first, yeah, I was beating myself up about it, and I'm just like, it's your I first one. I submitted my first short film to a ton of festivals and got into zero. And looking back at the short film, it is really, really bad. Your short film is really, really good, especially, <laughs> like, given that is your first film. Like, that's incredible. Um, Thank you. My first short, I, like, the footage was all shaky. It didn't cut together well. <laughs> like, I didn't use any lights. <laughs> it filmed in, like, the backseat of a car for one scene. You can't even see. It's bad. Um, and I submitted to festivals. So like festivals are hit or miss sometimes. And it really depends on, you know, where you're submitting and what they're looking for at that particular moment. Um, but right. you know, I'm, we have it up on our website and it's doing pretty well in terms of use. So if you're listening to this, go check it out. Um, what were some of the, the major challenges you encountered, uh, in the filmmaking process? Where do I begin? <laughs> it's always funding. I find that is mm. a huge issue. Um, for me, finding crew, because, you know, crew, is they're such skilled workers. Mm -hmm. They're amazing people. And, the you know, the work that they, they are, the talent that they bring to your set. So it's really hard to network and, and expect people to come and work for free. Yeah, I hate asking it. It's like the hardest thing to do for me. Um, but I've met a lot of great people. Um, some people are, are willing to, you know, I'll pay for their lunch or whatever, you know, mm. the bare minimum, sometimes pay for gas. Um, but that's the hardest. Um, I actually found you guys through Studio Binder. Oh, cool. Um, so I use Studio Binder to plan everything out. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, Studio Binder is great. We use that at such amazing too. software, especially for, you know, people that don't really have a huge budget. Mm hmm you can plan everything out and it's just, it's so great. So it, it really saves, it's a godsend. Shout um, out to Studio Binder. And I want to thank Studio Binder for featuring yes. us in their um, their list of funding resources too. That's, you know, super big for us. You know, um, we were first posted by No Film School. They don't really post us anymore, whatever. Um, I don't know what's <laughs> going on with that, but Studio Binder has posted us, so has KitSplit um, and some of our other amazing partners. So I just want to give them a quick shout out. Um, thank you for featuring us. Yeah, your, your soft, Studio Binder software is amazing. I use it for my short films that I do. Um, personally, we use it for all of our corporate projects that come through FF Branded if we're producing them. Um, yeah, it's just super great software. So I'm, I'm glad that you found us through that. 
Yes. Yes, I am so glad as well. Yeah, they are amazing. You guys are amazing for everything that you do. Um, Thank all you the so resources much. you provide. Yeah, um, for especially for new filmmakers. You feel like you're like in the desert and there, mm -hmm. you don't know where to turn. But then you, you know, you look online and you see this. When I saw um, how easy it was to apply for your grants, um, I at first I was like, is this real? <laughs> like it, it's just, it's too easy. Yeah. I don't understand. But um, no, yeah, I think that uh, funding is the hardest part. Networking, um, trying to convince people to join your projects for free mm -hmm. at times um, when you're unable to get funding. Um, for the bridge, we were able to get funding and I paid a crew. Because like I said, I'm not really a filmmaker. I don't know how to work a camera or sure. do sound. I am willing to, to learn. I've been learning here and there, mm -hmm. little by little. Um, but um, because of our funding for the bridge, I was able to pay um, a cinematographer and a sound recordist. Nice. Where did the rest um, of the funding come from? Um, my community. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Uh, I did a GoFundMe. Yeah. Okay. Very, very cool. Um, yeah. And then my parents as well. Uh -huh. You know, they were so proud. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, so they donated a, a huge lump sum. Very cool. Yeah. It's, um, so shout out to my parents. It's Yeah. Shout out to Isabella's parents. Um, and... <laughs> All parents that give us opportunities um, and are just, it's just so cool, you know, to see families and communities coming together. And I, I always say, people ask us, like, oh, if I enter the film fund, does that mean I can't do crowdfunding? Like, no, you can absolutely pair it with multiple funding uh, sources because, you know, we can't always fund the full project. Um, like, you know, we were super right. excited to give Isabella to give you the, the three month subscription, but that's not going to pay for the whole film. So um, I'm so excited. And it's, it really makes me excited to see that like our stamp of approval was really valued and it helped you raise additional funding. That's super cool. Yes. I, I loved it. Thank you. I really needed it. Yeah. <laughs> we needed it. <laughs> Glad to help. <laughs> Collectively. Mm -hmm. um, what uh, advice would you give to our community of filmmakers? Maybe people who are just starting out. Um, I would say believe in yourself. Um, learn as much as you can online. Mm -hmm. um, find your your tribe. Um, that's very important. Find other people going through the journey um, because it makes it so much easier. Mm -hmm. um, I try to do everything myself in the beginning and I learned that it just doesn't, yeah, work, it doesn't that work. way. Filmmaking. Not in film. Uh, there's this guy, yeah. um, Casey Neistat, big YouTuber. He's also a filmmaker. I think he has he sold some stuff to HBO, but he has a video. It's called. It's a little old now, but it's called "Filmmaking as a Team Sport." It's actually one of the film fund's first blog posts, and I just love that so much because it's so true. It's like you cannot. I mean, you can. You could make a film all by yourself and make it like a documentary <laughs> thing. You're like you can. <laughs> it's not as fun. The production value is not going to be as good. Um, right you need multiple people to make a really great film. Um, so yeah, and even if that, yeah. even if your tribe is online, you can do so much online. Like I, when I was first starting out, I was on forums, just asking question after question after question. And like, people want to help. Cause like you said, like people, there's an energy they have from either being on set or just talking about filmmaking or helping other people make productions. So you definitely find other people. Um, even if it is your parents, like my my first couple of short films, I literally had my dad holding a boom pole that I rigged up from like a Home <laughs> Depot painter's pole. 
and some that attachment so as well great. on eBay, which probably, looking back, cost just as much as like an actual boom pole <laughs> cost me. But um, yeah, just get whoever you can to help out because people people want to help and people want to create things, and it's super exciting to do so. I agree. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that for me, because you know, I'm older, I'm in my 40s, early 40s. Um, that's another, I think another challenge, um, you know, you think, oh my God, well, I'm too old to be doing this. You know, mm -hmm. I'm in my 40s. It's something that you always tell your, you know, you have this little voice in the back of your head, you know, from society and that's mm -hmm. what they tell you. Um, so I find that it helps to find um, young voices to collaborate with, to keep your you know, outlook fresh, um, your storytelling fresh as well. So I've teamed up with um, a writer that I found who's actually um, one of the actors on the Bridge oh, cool. web series. He's a college graduate from, uh, he's a filmmaking uh, graduate um, from Sam Houston State University. And uh, we've been working together. Actually, I'm helping him write his own series. Um, and it's just been a wonderful learning experience because I realized that because people always say you know screenwriting is a lonely mm -hmm. process and I feel it is as well but now that I have a writing partner um it is it's a lot different it's a different experience it's much more yeah. fun and engaging and I feel like things just mm -hmm. flow out of you when you're working with someone and, you know, I have my lived experience and he has his fresh right. <laughs> take on the world experiences um, and they mesh mm. really well together. So shout out to Christian Hockless, my Christian writing partner. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll get him on the podcast in the future if you, uh, you have updates. Yeah, with, definitely. Um, oh, my God. My Discord is blowing up someone. So the film, it's actually the film fund Discord. This guy, Cliff, joined <laughs> this morning and has just sent a bunch of, uh, I think they call them stickers. The, I guess. Okay. Sorry for the... Uh, <laughs> the distraction there i'll try to fight it in and hi cliff if you're listening to this um, it's okay i tried to use discord before but i don't understand gotcha. what's going on um, there. if you ever any ever, ever have any questions send me an email happy to help out um because we do have a, a pretty great community there I will as well um but that's awesome so your next project is this web series you're focusing on what uh what's the timeline looking like for that so we filmed about three episodes so far we have about three more um, right now, we're just trying to coordinate uh, Gabriel coming back to Houston so we could film. Mm -hmm. um, and then also um, Maria, which is played by Lucy Diaz. She is in a band, so we have to work around that schedule. Gotcha. They travel and, you know, they perform. Are you going to feature any of her music? I actually did speak with her about that. Um, she's down. She's game. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And um, one of our new actors from the series, he's also a singer, um, and he has some music, and I, I spoke with him as well, so we may be featuring his, because usually what, I, what I've been doing is I'll write, like, the track for one episode, and we'll feature that one track. So you have a music background as well? Um, I'm not trained, formally trained. Um, it's mm. just something that I dabbled in when I was a teenager. Um, okay. But yeah, um, I like to write music as well. Um, mm, so that's awesome. yeah, so I have this. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of Fiverr. Yep. So I work with a lot of artists on Fiverr, and we'll okay. collaborate in a group. And I have someone, you know, 
creating the piano track and someone playing the cello mm. and have our oh, vocalist. Awesome. Yeah, so then that's how I create my music. And then Very cool. we added to, you know, the track. On the bridge, um, the in you know, the closing credits. Mm. I wrote that that song. I worked with an oh, artist no in Argentina. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So. We'll uh, we'll have to check that out again. And then uh, just I love for to create. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> multidisciplinary. Yeah. Um, for those listening who don't know what Fiverr is, it's a freelancer platform where you can hire um, freelancers to do just about anything, uh, any kind of work, whether it's creative or accounting. Um, there's also another good one called Upwork where we've gotten some great work done as well. So yeah. I would definitely recommend. Um, checking those out for sure be a little careful though when you get into things like color grading because <clears throat> when you get to that like higher skilled jobs um you don't always get the best results like i hired a color colorist on fiverr and you get what you pay for i didn't pay much at all and the thing came back and it was just terrible so just make sure you look at like their portfolios and their reviews before you hire people but it is a great platform um and it's it's so awesome you're able to collaborate with people on there just goes to show you like you found your tribe as well online uh, and people to collaborate and you said it in Argentina that's so cool yeah the the singer the vocalist was from Argentina yeah I love that for that, for that track and then During, on the uh, series we have someone from um, um, I'm sorry from Brazil that oh sings. well yeah very cool yeah love all that uh, so look out for the web series is it also called the bridge or is it is there the a bridge title? Mm -hmm. the bridge yeah very cool um, do you have a website up for that yet? No, not as of yet. Now we do have a um, Instagram page, which is okay. the the Bridge Web Series. Okay, everybody check that out. The Bridge Web Series. So you're working on the web series. What else is next for you in the next year or so? So I'm also working with my writing partner on his uh, project called Twenty Something, um, which is a web series as well. Um, we actually just awesome. finished writing uh, season one. So there's about six or seven episodes in that. And um, we're going to go from there. And like I said, I'm also rewriting CLA School again for like the 1,000th time. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get there. Uh, yeah, I'll Isabella, get there. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Um, thank you. Other than the the Bridge account, do you have social media channels that we could follow you on? Um, yes. Um, so I am on Instagram. My personal page is Empress Isabella. Um, okay. And my name is spelled with a Z, not an S. A Z. Got it. Empress <laughs> yes. Isabella with a Z. Um, so again, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Remember, we just extended our deadline for a week. As I'm saying that, I realize this episode won't be out for a while. So everything I'm saying about the deadline is kind of moot. But we host <laughs> contests regularly. Uh, so check out our website at thefilmphone.co for the most up-to-date information on our, all of our deadlines. Sign up for our newsletter um, and check us out on social media. We're at The Film Fund on Instagram, Simply Film Fund on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Film Fund Co. and The Film Fund on LinkedIn. And also check out our blog, great filmmaking and producing tips there, blog.thefilmfund.co. Sign up for our newsletter. Follow us on social to stay up to date on what's happening at The Film Fund. We also have a resources page, thefilmfund.co slash resources, where we have great tips um, on the pre-production process in our ebook, The Ultimate Guide to Pre-Production. So be sure to check that out. Again, I want to thank everyone for listening. You can tune in every other Friday for new episodes. Isabella, do you have anything else you'd like to add? Um keep creating that's all i want to say love that keep creating thanks everyone talk to you soon